Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Nebulon and Naphtali. That what had been said to Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, a land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light, and those dwelling in the land overshadowed by death. Light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting him in into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me. I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw three other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, many in their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went all around all of Galilee, teaching their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. 
seeing a great light. And this is the light of Christ. But Isaiah did not tell them that this would not happen for another 700 years. This would be like me getting up here today telling you not to worry about where the world is going, the world we see today. Not to worry about what we preach in the media. And subjects like woke or gender theory. Because I will tell you, don't fear, because God wins in the end. That's one thing that keeps us all going. Yes, we know that it does. But it could be 700 more years or a lot longer. What we're meeting up with is what happens in our life. And Isaiah does say is that people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. And these words from Isaiah about a great light remind me of the opening words in John's Gospel about Jesus coming into the world. Where he says, where John's Gospel says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And in today's gospel, we hear that Jesus has started his preaching in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This is the same region that Isaiah has spoken about. So in a sense, Isaiah's words are repeated by Jesus. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light, and those dwelling in the land overshadowed by death. Light has arisen. That is, the light of Christ. But then we hear what I feel are the most important words of today's gospel. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And some people think that the kingdom of heaven is at hand will be on the last day. But no, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When Jesus died on the cross and opened up the gates of heaven to all of us. And if we to get there, we must, as Jesus says, we must repent. And Jesus, through the Gospels, forgives people's sins and heals, as we heard in today's Gospel also. But to those who forgive, a lot of times he adds, go sin no more. And all of us here today, we're all sinners. And we all need healing from sin. To get this healing, we all need to go to confession so we can repent as Jesus commanded us. We all need to be ready when each of us has a meeting with God before we can enter heaven. Also, in today's reading, part of today's gospel, Jesus calls Peter and 
become patients of men. And that and investigates because in coming to the diocese and making a big push to reach out to men to consider entering the deacon program. To be like St. Stephen, the first martyr. Our namesake, whom I always think of, is St. Lawrence, who was a deacon who died in the fire and asked him to turn him over because that side was done. So 25 years ago, I was asked the first time by a deacon in Oklahoma, had I ever considered becoming a deacon? I answered, not really. Then when we moved to Des Moines, I was again asked a number of times. And again, I said, not really. This then started reminding me of when I was going off married as a teenager. And I went to a diocesan secondary school, a boarding school. And I was asked numerous times if I ever considered becoming a priest. And my answer was, not really. But I did get a good friend of mine to become a priest, and he's now a missionary in on the east coast of Africa. I just talked to him, contacted him a few weeks ago. But when I was asked all these times during the morning, I think God finally came up with me, and I did say I would consider it. So after some deep sermon, with Father Foley, who has since passed away, he was a priest at St. Augustine's. I gave in and applied. So during our five years of study and discernment, people continued to ask me whether we're going to be ordained. And my answer always was the same one God willing, I will. Obviously, God decided that I should be after all these years since I finally asked him. And now over 16 years I've had I've been able to help people whom I meet, both Catholic and non-Catholic. I'm also glad to be able to help the priests here in our parish, Father Organo, Father PJ, and Father Nate. And love for those of you, the primary requirements for a deacon, I'll keep this very simple because if you follow up, you learn a lot more. To proclaim the gospel and the Eucharist, to be part of the servant, the priest, when he's saying, uh, saying Mass, and to take the message of the gospel out to our community. And then to bring people from our community back to the Eucharist. And deacons are called to be servants, to have that special place in marriages when you're a prime witness for a marriage, to administer the sacrament of baptism, and to administer funeral vigils. So I'm asking all you men to consider the possibility that you may be called. And as long as you're over 35 and under 57, 
required. If you show up at a session at Sacred Heart Church next Thursday at 6.30, our St. Pius, two weeks later, I think it's that's the 9th of February. So, and your wife needs to come with you. But it is your decision. So again, I ask 